what extent do you think we can be strong for ourselves? What do you think about vulnerability? Is it a sign of weakness or strength? How do you detect persons who can be who you can be vulnerable with? Should our walls always be high and guarded? Should we ever get to a point where we allow people blow the trumpet and have it all crumbling down? Hi there, it's Chaviva and welcome to another amazing episode of the Chiamaka of Chaviva podcast. What exactly is Jericho's standard? So first off, if you are not a Christian, it's absolutely right. But I think that everybody must have heard of the Jericho story the wall of Jericho super high and how the children of Israel carry around around the wall of Jericho and it came on the floor and how they got um what's that called how they entered and stuff like that but now I'm not talking about fence <laughs> I'm not talking about physical wall I'm talking about a wall deeper than that I don't know if this makes any sense but yes I know that um as persons or as people what am I saying? I know that <laughs> we've all gotten to an extent where people might have pushed us or might have or, or might have faced certain things and then we just without even knowing set up this standard, we've set up this wall guarding ourselves from people ever penetrating because we feel that they would get the opportunity to hurt us the more. And so we do not tell them about the problems that we face. We don't tell them about the pain that we feel. We are just like, mm, I have it all. Um, I can handle this by myself and stuff like that. And I know that it might be really, really crazy. But this is actually a thing. Like, it is actually a thing. I have friends. I know people. I am somebody that keeps things to myself and i would be extremely honest with you this has gotten me nowhere like nowhere and i don't know if it helps any other person but you know in introduction i was saying if vulnerability is weakness or strength um if you've listened to my early like the first episodes that I made as um, for this podcast, you would realize that I was speaking a lot. Of, I was talking about a lot of things that I was going through, my mental health situation, and I do not like give full details, but I know that it was enough to drive home the points I was trying to make. And I actually thought that those were my darkest days, but guys, November, December, January was really tough. It was like I was moving from darkness to even deeper darkness. But what made it way easier compared to how it has been over the past few years was because I had people. And then I realized that the fact that I was vulnerable gave me strength. I know it does not make any sense because people think that being vulnerable is a sign of weakness. Telling people about what you feel and the problems that you face is a sign of weakness. But I have come to realize that speaking up 
has made everything different in fact i brought down my walls and i know that sometimes i'm still skeptical about whether or not to talk about something and it was basically the reason why i started this podcast because i have issues talking with people being around people and stuff like that but i have amazing friends who really understand me and it has been awesome so let me start with how choosing to be vulnerable has helped me so when all of this mental health stuff started i had absolutely no idea where i would start from everything was absolutely difficult in fact people were looking up to me there was this thing that chiamaka is absolutely strong chiamaka has it all together and i was always putting up this this mask that everything was fine and so people were coming coming to me like how do i do this what do i do i i don't know I don't know probably it's a gift but I always have answers to people's problem I would be single and people in relationship for years would be like Chamaka look at what's going on look at what's happening how what do you think I should do this person is making me lose my mind I'm like what is giving you the the what's that called what's giving you the mind or what is that thing that's that's making you feel like I have the answers to your question I am not a relationship expert. Me as a counselor, if you come up to me, I will just be like, divorce now. What are you waiting for? And stuff like that. And I know it's crazy, but people think that people who are always giving being a sort of strength to others are never weak. The fact is that when we be when we face our own troubles we have absolutely no idea who to tell and so when it got to the point that okay i'll tell somebody that if you keep pushing someone and pushing them and pushing them and they are being quiet about it the truth is that it will get to a point that they would overflow and everything that happens from 19 kokoro will come out spilling and it's just how it works naturally. If you are annoying me and pissing me off, you you do it as a habit. You do it like you are being paid for it. And I am not saying anything about it. I am definitely sure that it's going to get to, to a point that I will flare up. And you would be amazed that I even had all of those things in my finger. I just seem like I'm keeping my list. But I am not. And that's the reason why I tell people that when you have a problem, address it. Otherwise you would be laying foundation for even more toxic attitudes to to grow she gets and so okay i i think i, I remember this day when i was younger my sister was always shouting at me shouting at me and telling me to do i hate being controlled i hate it always telling me to do that if i do something just calmly correct me and she would always why are you doing this well i'm like me to rekini just this small thing and stuff like that and i was always keeping quiet i was always i i never spoke about it i never talked to anyone about it. well i was really pained and i remember that it, there was a day in fact, i was really really young i think i was about 11 12 there was a day that guys i have never in my life spoken to anybody like that i shouted at her my sister is over 11 years plus older than me if not 12 I shouted at her at an adult <laughs> it was supposed to be a sign of disrespect but she was so quiet I was 
I said telling her everything that happened to me when I was five years old. How she was always doing this. How she was always doing that. And she was so amazed. She was like, so I had all these things in my mind. And I could not say anything about it. Eh? I was like, I'm sure I am not your sister. I am sure that I am adopted. You are not treating me anyhow in this house. Gini, gini, gini. I was crying. I was shouting. Ah, no, that day was hell. My mom was looking at me like, bing, bing. I was vexed. Went into my room. Slammed the door. I started crying. I'm like, I felt so easy. In fact, I know that from that day that thing happened, it was a turnaround for our relationship. We became more close. And she was like, she never knew I felt that way. She, ne- she, she is the kind of person that when she shouts at you about something that you've done, it has left her mind. But me, I just stored it up. I never spoke about how I felt. And she was like, she had absolutely no idea I felt that way. That it's not like she hated me, but she didn't like the fact that I was always doing things like I never cared and stuff like that. And I'm like, there are better ways to correct someone. Just walk up and tell don't now she does it like that she's like chamaka come here this thing is not supposed to be this way and i'm like oh i'm sorry i apologize so imagine i never spoke about it but see it means that up until this moment our relationship would have been really bad i would just hate her she would not know i can just pull that poison and food and she would not know i was just like i'm not saying i can do that but it shows how talking about something works and then there was a day that I went on WhatsApp. I was on. I said went. I said get this. <laughs> I was on WhatsApp. I came online. I someone asked me how I was, and I was like, I was fine. I was crying. I was shedding tears. You know those ones that you cry and start bringing that cut from your nose. That kind of. I was crying. Seriously, I have been. I, I have been battling with insomnia. I've been battling with so many things. It was too much. It was so much that. I would not sleep. I would cry all through, the, all through the night. And I would get up in the morning and laugh and talk to people. And like my family, we are always jiggy, 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 jumping in this house. And so it drains me, of course. But I like the fact that I'm always in that environment because it keeps me on my toes and stuff. And I'm, I always want to interact with them. And so I'm, because when you, when you frown, you feel like, what happened, what happened, what happened, what happened? Don't choke me. My face by me, Jerry. I don't feel like talking about it. Say, oh, yeah, I can be my <laughs> African parents can be really weird. When I say I'm not in the mood, I don't I, I do not mean that I hate talking to so you. It means that just give me space to breathe. She gets. So to avoid all those unnecessary questions about why are you boning your face? Why are you getting getting? I will just smile and I'll be in school. I will laugh, I will talk and stuff amongst my friends and and it was draining me, the fact that I could not speak to anybody about how I felt. I remember there was a day that I just randomly texted a friend and I told him that this was all that was happening with me, that I was having issues with my memory, that I was battling with so many things, depression, that everything was going wrong, that everything that I've been working out for was crumbling, that I was tired of being strong and putting up this wall like everything was okay. And I talked. I talked about so many things that I never knew was the problem. I talked about how I was so worried about my, okay, at that point, my younger brother was ill and stuff. And he, he, he's like my favorite, closest person. And it bothered me so much. It affected my mental health even more. And I talked to him and he was like, he had no idea that all of these things have been a problem 
and we would always talk or would always tease each other and I never bust them. I'm like, I know a kind of person that talks about things, but at this point it has become even worse. And I guess that the fact that I kept quiet about so many things is the reason why I am this current I have this current health complication. And then the doctor was like, if I had seen a therapist earlier, if I had talked to somebody about this earlier, if I had signed medications earlier, I would have not have to go through all of these drugs and all of these things, all of this headache and wahala and continuous scan and stuff. I made everything even more complicated. And so when I talked to him, I remember that, that day, I felt super easy. I felt better. And it was just him I talked to. And then things did not become better. I'm not saying that it became easier. But no, 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 it became easier. Things became worse. But I guess it was easier for me to carry because I was able to share my burden. And so the rest of my friends, I talked to them that this was the problem, that I had this issue. And it was affecting my academics, it was affecting. In fact, I was told to do absolutely nothing. I could not do as much as write. The things that I love doing, I could not do it. I was living like a vegetable for months, and it was so bad. And then I started talking to people, people that I knew that I could trust. And the reason why I could not talk to people before was because I have had this issue of being betrayed a couple of times. From the people that I least expected, I had this issue that there was this particular person that I always talked to and had issues, and all of a sudden, it just it just seemed like we were never a thing. I'm talking about romantic relationship kind of thing. In fact, we're super close, like really, really close. When something was wrong, the only person I thought about was Amaka, text this person, call this person, leave a voice note. And it was so easy for me. And so when everything just changed, I felt really bad. And I was like, now you fuck up. Now I had to like carry all of that burden on myself. And I was like, I was never going to let down my guard for anybody ever again. I was never going to do that. But then it made my issue worse. Because I don't think I became better ever since then. But ever since I started talking to people, I was like, this was the issue I had. Guys. My academics, I can't say that it became really, really better, but I had friends that would come over my hostel and explain stuff to me because I was now having this learning disability stuff, a whole me, an A student. It was so bad. It messed my eye. Coupled with the fact that I did not said I had bipolar and I mean, all of this put together just for me. But instead of feeling ashamed of my situation i talked about it with people i started this podcast and i talked about how sometimes i feel really numb ah this is my chicken i could hear this chicken in the last podcast and now it's doing this thing again <laughs> let them know me but i go to go i don't know so <laughs> I said this, guys, I said this podcast and I remember that I talked to people, I talked basically about how I felt, about how numb I was, about how I, I've 
decided to quit a lot of times about how there was okay there was even a day that i called someone and i was just crying i could not talk i have never cried on the phone it was my first but i felt like there was this lump that went off my chest and i felt so much better and it's the basic reason why you need to have people around you and i'm not saying that if you if you're gonna be carrying jezebel and all those things around you thinking that you have a squad i don't know what that is but i i decided to build a tribe for myself in fact the friends i have might not be friends to each other but they were my friends they were the family that i had in fact when i mentioned my family i'm not just saying my nuclear family i'm talking about my friends inclusive and so i could always even people that was older than i could always talk to them that I'm sorry I'm having this issue, but I really need your help with this thing. It didn't make me feel like I was useless or stupid or weak. In fact, all of these things have taught me empathy. I know some persons were even reaching out to me and they're like, Chiamaka, you are so strong. And I'm like, how am I strong? I have shown you how weak I am. And you're telling me that I am so strong. What does that even mean? And she was like, okay, this particular girl was like, she was also battling depression and knowing that someone saw a different picture as regards this made her feel a lot better and now she's going to be doing her best to reach out to people and tell them about what she is who she is and how she feels it is not like i'm trying to react like a coat of many colors but when people try to talk about stuff and i'm like yes i have a mental health condition condition so so it, it i i don't think that we choose the cross that we bear we do not choose the cross that we carry things happen to us not because we want them to but when they do it is not like we are going to give up i feel like i'm already digressing so here's the thing if you feel like um you always have to be strong it is a lie it's an absolute lie in fact i was telling someone that for the past four months, I have I have no strength of my own. I know that God has been my strength. But the thing is that I have been living, you know, parasites. You must have done biology. I have been feeding on other people's strength. In fact, I don't think I can say that there was ever a certain day that I felt strong by myself. It has never happened in the last four months never happened not even for a single moment and it was that bad but then i remember my friends i remember my family i remember my parents how much or how supportive they've been i remember my friends for all of the sacrifices they've made as regards my academic my business and all of the things that the organizations that i am a part of and how helpful they've been and i'm like this is too amazing for me to give up for if all of these persons have put in this hard work for me, I do not think I ever want to quit. And then I realized that if I had been quiet about all of the things that I felt, if that happened, it means that at this point, now all these kinds of person they commit suicide. I swear to God. But I know that I always have people I can talk to days that i feel really really bad i just randomly i, I ensure that you're offline that is my strategy let me tell you i make sure you're offline 
and then I just type long notes. I type it and I disappear. I know when I come back online, you would have something for me to say, like something for me to see, and then I read it down. I have no other option but option but to open up, and I'm like, this is what's wrong. This is what's wrong. I have no idea what I'm doing. In fact, I felt like everything was crumbling before my eyes, and I could do absolutely nothing about it. And I felt so horrible. I'm this person that I always want to do something. And for months, I could not do anything. And it messed with my head so bad. But now, I have realized that the fact that I was vulnerable, the fact that I am vulnerable and I am opening up to people, even strangers, absolute strangers, I tell them, okay, someone was talking about weight gain and stuff. And I used to be a kind of person that I'm like, why? I, I do not say this to people, but... I'm like, you can do better. You have a very unhealthy lifestyle. You can work out. Because I, I love working out. I am thin. People are always like, do you want to lose your life? It concerns you. I am not trying to, but I, I always like the fact that I'm always fit. And because it places me in a better mental health situation, I feel better. Because workouts, exercise works better than antidepressants. So. And then I realized that when I was taking antidepressants, I started gaining weight. My cheeks became really big. I do not have tummy fat. My stomach just started coming out. Not like my stomach, like my belly. <laughs> it started coming out. And I hated my body so much. And then I realized that I was not even eating junks. And I spoke to my doctor about it. And he was like, yes, antidepressants have a tendency, not a very large tendency of making you gain weight. And then I'm like, I have no idea how many people take antidepressants in this world and how it has contributed to them gaining weight and i had the audacity to judge them for ever gaining weight and for having an unhealthy lifestyle and i felt so bad in fact i was always saying that okay when people tell me that Chamaka, i don't understand this thing please explain i'm like are you that dumb what is there that you do not understand? I have never had an issue of not understanding. All I just had to do was pick up my... If I, I might not attend classes and I will never fail. But all of the struggles that I, I have been through in these past months, that I would read a line for five minutes and not understand a single thing, it was like I could not even read. And I'm like, who was I to ever judge people who had learning disability? I never knew that there was ever a thing like that that you would read and not understand. And I faced it firsthand. But what am I saying? If you have the opportunity to listen to my podcast, the one that I said, The Essence of Having People in Your Life's Journey, you would understand that all of this hard guy, hard guy does not really do anything. In fact, it messes up with your, it messes up with you big time, big time. And you would never realize you would never realize until everything comes crumbling down without even any parara. Without even any parara around your walls. Everything will just crumble. And that's what happened when you're trying to fill water in a cup. Let's say using a tap, of course. And then the water is... It gets to a point that it's going to overflow. And that's how your emotions are. When you, when you do not offload the baggages that you carry... At some point, you become too weary to even stand up. So whenever I face life situation, whenever I face certain things that I cannot handle, when I talk to you about it, it does not, it does not mean that you have the solution. My friends are not therapists. My friends are not my doctors. 
they do not have solutions when i have issues with my business my friends are not business consultants that i talk to but i feel this is the <sighs> i've spoken to this person about it now my head becomes clear now i can see better now i know how to analyze this stuff so i want you to understand that and i'm not saying that you can't retain everybody your business so don't go post on whatsapp hey my life is coming to an end okay, okay, okay. far from that that's why i say have your tribe build your tribe all that you're shouting haters 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 you have to be an ure to think that anybody hates you what do you have i'm not saying that you do not have anything but at this point if anybody hates i do not even know who hates me i know some people do not like me but i really do not care you are not buying me data so kilo call me <laughs> it's really not my business i am super concerned about all of the people that love me all of the positive vibes around me that that is exactly what matters more Shoti, yeah. since when they start doing these things speaking your and vernacular all together it actually makes me happy so i'm gonna do it either way <laughs> so um choose the people you talk to and i know that some persons have trust issues i do have trust issues but these are persons that i talk to people that i have studied for four three years and now they have become a part of me that there is no day that i think about doing something without thinking about this person let me text to me let me text ivp let me text this person this person will have an idea of what to do i am always I'm in fact these people will be so tired of seeing my DM. I am always texting them and stuff. And it's absolutely amazing to have people around you. If you have those people that genuinely love you and care about you, do not because you want to be seen as a Goliath. Small stone and it's penny is gonna land you on the ground. Open up to people, your family, if you have siblings that you can talk to, open up to them. This is how I feel. In fact, you you have every reason, every right to feel the way that you feel. Nobody has a right to make minute your situation. This is how I feel. I have absolutely no idea what to do. I feel so overwhelmed. I feel like I have too many responsibilities. I am afraid of failing. I am afraid of, of being a nobody. I am afraid of so many things and i have no idea how to handle them talk to somebody we there's you are not an island of knowledge even king solomon gone even need, needed god you need god i'm not going to dispute the fact that you need god but then you know that people around you are people that god has placed in your life to make life easy we all need each other to see life through I go always pray for you. Have praying friends. I cannot underestimate the need of having friends, praying friends. My friends pray for me so much that in fact there was a period that I could not pray for over a month. I could not I had no idea what I was going to pray about. I do not know if I should pray about I had no idea what I wanted. If I try to pray, what exactly was I praying for peace? Was I praying for happiness? In fact, I was too numb to feel anything. I wasn't feeling sad. I wasn't feeling happy. I was just indifferent. I was just waking up and eating and having my bath. Waking up and eating and having my bath was that bad. But seeing all of the people around me, it gave me strength. In fact, when I was advised to defer a semester because there was a likelihood I was going to fail my exams, 
my friends were like, Chiamaka, you're, you're going to do this. We are going to help you out. And I just told my mom, said, Mom, I am going to go and write these exams. I have not been in school for months. I have absolutely no idea what I'm going to do, but I'm going to do this my best shots. And it was really hard. It was so difficult. My friends were sending me voice notes, summarizing stuff. In fact, there was this, there's this guy, Lord Kenny. Lord Kenny is absolutely amazing. Lord Kenny connected me to people. You should check out LK Media on Instagram. Absolutely amazing. He connected me with people that I do not know. And these people were so keen to helping me out. They were sending me voice notes. Senior colleagues were trying to ensure that I had everything put together. In short, there was a day that I was crying. I was crying. Like, I was shedding tears. Like, wink, 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 wink. I was too happy. I was like, I must, you know this thing that Korean people say, you must have saved a life in your past, you must have saved a nation in your past life to have this good thing happening to you. I was like, Shamaka, this reincarnation thing might be true. You must have saved a nation in your past life to have all of these amazing persons around you. And I was crying, like, what have I done to deserve those people around me? And I was so happy but now i just thought about that imagine i never talked to these people about all of these problems i had i'd have still had to have failed had an extra year can you can you can you and stuff so guys let down your wall of jericho because it's gonna fall down flat last last and i do not want you to get to a point that you would fall too deep and have absolutely no idea how to get up and have nobody to bring you up ensure that you have people who would throw you a rope when rope only rope rope <laughs> rope when you are in a hole and have absolutely no idea what to do and that's only possible when you become vulnerable to the people that love you i hope that this was insightful i hope that he has taught you that all this that you keep doing will not lead you anywhere but to a pit of sorrow and that it is absolutely alright to not be fine it's absolutely alright to feel weak it's absolutely alright to feel sad it's absolutely alright to have no idea what to do where to go, what to do next this is why you have people in your life thank you so much for listening, do not forget to follow me on instagram d.chiamakovchaviva I love you and I wish you the very best. Bye. I fell down, down, down to this dark and lonely hole. There was no one there to care about me anymore. And I needed a way to climb and grab a hold of the edge. You were sitting there holding a rope and we'll go. Because the view's a little nicer up here